What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another. Well, I mean, this might be your first time here, so welcome. If this is your first time to the fur uh, to the Reps Account podcast. What episode is this? Five. Um, I don't know. I think it's five. It might be six though. It is six. Because remember, we had the lost episode. That was one. No, we're counting. We're gonna, we're gonna bring. Okay, so we brought one back. Yep, it's five. But is one gonna be four? No, we already episode. released episode four. Yes. And then we re- then we recorded one, so that would have been five. So this is six. Episode six. <laughs> Anyways, I'm tripping. All right, Adam. Uh, yeah, well, I'm Valence. And, and I'm Adam. Yeah. And you want to do the whole spiel about what this podcast is about? Yes. So the reps that count are the moments in life that you either might miss or you might take for granted that you should be paying attention to. Um, so a lot of people just coast through life, not really paying attention to these moments, even though that they could be pivotal and they could be these moments that add value to your life or actually are important in many ways. Uh, so we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about uh, today imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Valence, do you want to define what imposter syndrome is? I will, but before we get to that, we gotta. I gotta ask you the most important question of the day. Yes, I mean we can't skip the question of the day, baby. Yes. All right. So, Adam, and the question. And this question is not just for you. It's for our listeners, our viewers, and everybody. I want you to take some time to either answer this to yourself, or you could put it in your comment section. Adam, what is something that you've done in the past week that you're proud of? So. I was thinking about this earlier today, and I'm proud of this, kind of. Okay. Kind of. Um, so I had a lot on my plate this week, more than usual, and an old version of me would have self-destructed and chalked it up to, not done it, and mm-hmm. then chalked it up to some excuse, but I got it all done. I sacrificed a little bit of health to do that. Oh. Really pushed the sleep. The sleep aspect and something that I preach so hard on that sleep's important. But sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. And as long as it's not all the time or even close to most of the time, sometimes you are allowed to push a little bit for the things that you want. Um, But I do, I think understanding that you're borrowing energy from a later date is really important. Okay. So I'm proud that I was able to accomplish the things that I accomplished this week, but I also have to keep in mind that that's going to have a little bit of a cost okay. associated with it. All right. Well, good job, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome, man. I'm glad you got to to complete all your tasks. You know, even though you probably stayed up to what two? Oh, man, it, was, it was. Yeah, it was rough. Up at today, I was up at three, finishing mm-hmm. some stuff up. Um, there wasn't a lot of sleep this week, which I'm not proud of, but it was it was necessary this okay. week. Okay. All right. I'm sure you'll be you'll be all right. <laughs> you'll be all right, dog. You know what I mean? That's life. Um How about you? Me, I uh, have a good one this week. I um 
my son's daycare had a fall feast or fall festival lunch type of thing. I don't think we were allowed to celebrate Thanksgiving for real. I don't know. But uh, I, I was able it's to make it. It's called fall festival now? It was, it was a fall feast. I don't know. It wasn't. I guess it wasn't technically Thanksgiving Day, but mm-hmm. it was obviously like a Thanksgiving thing. Yeah. But maybe they had to be politically correct. I don't know. I don't get into that. But I made it. I was able to make it. And that's something I'm very proud of because um, before I had a kid, like, I always knew that, like, I did not want to work a job that would not allow me to participate in things like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I found out about it on a Monday because I don't read my email. But I found out about it on Monday. It was on Tuesday, um, like, afternoon. And I was I was able to make it, and I I was so like I was proud to be there for my son, and he, like it like the moment I walk into the room, like I could see like his face just oh, changed, like it was like because you know there's like all the parents in the classroom, and there's a lot going on, and the kids who whose parents aren't there kind of have to sit and just kind of not do anything, um, but yeah, once I walked in there, it was just like. Like a complete one eight. Like he just lit up like like a Christmas tree, and I got to spend like a good forty five minutes with him at daycare, and that's amazing. Yeah, like that's it, a big one. It was awesome. Oh, I love it. So that. yeah, that was that was that man. Yeah. So I'm proud of you, man. That's thank, a big one. Thank you, thank you. Very cool. So now the the topic. This is a big one. Yes, very important topic, and I've had a small little social media campaign. Throughout this year specifically, I'm like, we're not doing imposter syndrome this year. And I've posted that repeatedly and, you know, a couple of people kind of got behind it on uh, on um, Instagram. Um, but, yeah, I mean, for me, like the way I would uh, define imposter syndrome is really just, just self-doubt and just insecurity, right? And just kind of feeling like you don't, you don't belong or you're not good enough to be where you are. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the simple Valence definition. Like, I don't have a Webster's Dictionary, but I know how I feel when, you know, I feel like an imposter, and that's how I would uh, define it. That was a perfect definition. Okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's how I define it, um, especially the you don't feel like you're supposed to be where you're at. Um, that could be, that can ruin some really good moments. Yeah. Um, and it's perception, right? It's of course. Like all perception. Um, have you ever dealt with imposter syndrome? Oh, absolutely. Like, as a creative, I think, um, like, just the community of, like, being a creative, like, that's something you have to deal with almost. Like, you don't have to, but it's easy to because we're all inspired, right, by by people who are like years ahead of us in the craft, right? As a photographer, a videographer, or artist, you are going to look at, you know, you get inspired by somebody who did it before you. And you're like, yo, this person is amazing. Like they did, they're just great. They're doing great work. So uh, like you, you especially, um, you know, with Instagram and stuff, like you're always looking at somebody else's photos. Like me personally, I'm like... Man, I wish my pictures could look like that. I wish I could understand lighting the way this person does it. And then I present my work to my clients and they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I'm like, no, 
No, it's not. Like that's that's not amazing. But you know, thank you. I give it a three out of ten. But you know, you're giving it a ten out of ten, and I'm like, and it's it's kind of hard to deal with. But over the years, I've had you know a couple things that has helped me progress. But you know, we'll talk about that. But you know, what about you? Yeah, big time. Um, I moved from New York six months into my coaching. I mean, moved from New York to Orlando six months into my coaching career and decided to open a gym um, with not a ton of experience as a coach or a gym owner. So that had its fair share of imposter syndrome, um, especially being, I was relatively young at the time and leading this community that are looking to you for all the answers and you might not have all the answers. And that was that was tough, right? Because there's other gyms with some amazing coaches. Like I, I've been surrounded by just some of the best coaches in the world. And to be on that same playing field, but you don't feel like you belong there was was tough. Yeah. Um, but I, I did realize looking back, I might not have had all the experience, but I was changing lives. And I did have the in, unteachables and the intangibles that I still do have today yeah. that, that make me a, a good coach. So even if I didn't have the knowledge, I wasn't trying to teach people things that I didn't know. Yeah. I was sticking to the basics and still having some really good success with my members and with my community and with my clients. Um, so it's all perception, man. It, it really is, which is crazy. Of course. So I have I have two questions yeah. for you, uh, based on like on what you just said, right? Um, so you you say you were relatively young, mm-hmm. right? So now when you open a gym, obviously there's all types of people who come in, um, and opening a business, like, it, do you did you feel like there are people? Like maybe who are further along in life that came to to the gym, right? Like maybe they had like a successful business and they were just like, you know, just older and like everything just seemed like it was in place. But then they're coming to you for, you know, for guidance. Like, do you feel like that had an impact on you at all? Yeah. So uh, and this is common in the CrossFit gym space where you open up the space to help people. Right. And you're trying to make a profession out of helping people and living a life of service. But you notice that you have the most broke down car in, 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 the, in the parking lot, yeah. you know? So that comes with its own share of imposter syndrome in terms of professionalism, right? Like you're supposed to be making a certain amount of money as a professional. Yeah, You're supposed to be able to maintain a certain lifestyle as a professional. But back then, there wasn't a lot of gyms making money. You know, we were all just trying to get by and... There was some that were doing well, but in hindsight, looking back, they none weren't. of them were. No, they were. It was like they had, they had like a bunch of money from yeah. you know people who believed in the gym, yeah. but the gym wasn't really yeah, making. The gym wasn't doing well. Yeah. It was a labor of love. Yeah. Um. So in hindsight, yeah, I dealt with that a lot, and then I realized. So this is man. This was such a pivotal moment for me that I have something that these people want and they need. Mm. And that's why they're coming to me. Yeah. So although they might be super successful, I can get them to where they want to be. Once I realized that, everything changed for Perfect. me. Perfect. Because it put a, it put me on the same playing field 
as million, like I had a billionaire client. I have several millionaire clients, people that have done so much in their life and had so much success. And we have these three hours a week where it's just us one on one. And I was their guy, you know? Like, nice. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, um, it, that that was so cool, and I, I I got to deal with so many different kind of people, and saw the human aspect of them, where we all have the same insecurity. They're feeling the same imposter syndrome. Yeah, you know, they're feeling yeah. all the same things <laughs> as, as I am. You know, even though that they seem super successful, and the more that they opened up, the more I realized that we're all the same, and we all feel the same, and we all have the same perspectives. You know, yeah. and it's who can turn that off the fastest that wins. Yeah, or even not even necessarily turn it off, but just keep going while yeah. it's still on. Oh, right? yeah, just keep like, going. That's keep even going better. while it's still on. That's even better. I don't think you necessarily could turn it off all the way. Yeah. And I, I feel like even when you do turn it off, like you'll get to the next level wherever you're going, mm-hmm. and then you'll start to feel it again because yeah. it's like, oh wait, like I'm I'm here now, mm-hmm. right? Like you know, I'm, I'm not a billionaire or a millionaire, but like. I feel like you know you get to that first million, you're like, oh, like I'm, I'm a millionaire. Like I, I shouldn't be because I came from wherever I came from. But then you get used to it, then you get to that billion, yeah. and it's like, let's do it again. Like, um, I have a question for you. Yeah, do you think a certain level of imposter syndrome is necessary for success? Oh, I do, I do. Um, I feel like when you get too comfortable, you stop moving. Mm-hmm. Like when you like like once you get in that comfort zone, you don't you don't want to move forward. So again, like I said, as a creative, we get inspired, right? We look at pictures or movies, right? If you're a videographer, you're looking at these big motion picture billion dollar films, and it makes you want to do things you have something to look forward to um and you know it's kind of obvious that you're not there and like yeah it creates imposter syndrome but it also makes you like aim for something else Mm -hmm. um so again i guess life is just about balance right like Mm -hmm. yeah you need a little bit um but I, I a little think, imposter, a little Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not too much Kanye, I guess. I mean, I, honestly, I love the Kanye. Me too. I love the Kanye. We we need more Kanye. Yes. Because a lot of people get, like, that imposter syndrome stops them. Mm-hmm. Like, it just stops you. But you, like, maybe, like, knowing that you're not where you need to be and then taking the Kanye route of, yo, I'm I'm going all out. Yeah. Um. Which leads me to, like, my follow-up question to you, right? Because I know, like, the history of the gym, right? The gym that you built did not work out Mm -hmm. at first. Um, So do you feel like... um, like, I'm trying to figure out how to to word this. Like, do you feel like in your situation, like, the imposter syndrome, like, held you back? Because, like, knowing what you know now... Right, it's like having that perspective like change. Like, would you have gone harder at the gym? Yes, yes. Um, Because I had a backup job. Like, I was still bartending. That's the worst. So I can lie and say I gave it my one hundred percent, but my one hundred percent would have been 
when you have to work on the weekends and you have to, you're working till two, three o'clock in the morning to open up the gym at five. I don't care who you are. You're not giving it. No. So, um, I would have, we all have to eat, but I probably would have tried to eat less and just (laughs) really go for it. If I had the full faith that this is what I should have been doing at, at that time. But I think imposter syndrome, um, kept me in the bar longer than I should have. Okay. All right. Now, what do you f- feel like fuels imposter syndrome? It's that little voice in our head that it's a little bit of ego and it's always there. And it's always, at least for me, um, it's something that I battle, uh, I wouldn't say daily, but even till now, like there's still like, Ah, are you really this person that you say you are? Like, are you changing all these lives? Are you helping all these people? Mm -hmm. And then I can quickly snap out of it and I can understand and reflect that that's not me. That's just my thoughts kind of thing. But I I think it's that inner critic in all of us that never goes away. And I don't think it's supposed to go away. It's kind of what warns us from, keeps us away from danger. And it's like our protector a little bit. Ego's... Your protector yeah. protects your fragile little <laughs> ego. Uh, your feelings, yeah, 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 yeah your yeah, feelings. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's important to understand that that's not you, that's your thoughts, and there's a separation between you and thoughts. Oh, okay. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's I like what I that. Think. Um, so I, I, I've had this different perspective on imposter syndrome, right? Like, uh, I'm just, I'm going to give it to you and let me, I, I want to know what you think. Like, I, I don't think I've ever shared this with anybody else before. I feel like imposter syndrome come from the fact that it is as easy as you think it is when you first start. Like, when you want to start something, like, it is easy. It is to accomplish it is easy to accomplish goals, right? Um, and everybody will make you, like, the majority of people say it's hard to do something. So when you start, you go little by little, brick by brick, you build something, then you look around and it's like, oh, like, I built this. Like, it wasn't that hard. Like, it was it was work, but it wasn't hard for real. Like, it was just a 1% of, at a time like it didn't feel impossible like at first i thought it was going to be super hard because i was looking at the end result but now i'm at the end and i'm like i could do more Mm -hmm. so then you go around the individuals who haven't built anything and you're looking at them and you're like wait these are still my people like i am one of you but you believe it's hard like you know I mean, like 10 of you believe it's hard. I'm the only one in the room that's like, it's not that hard. Like, is there something wrong with me? Ooh, that's different. Right? Like, yeah, if you yeah. think about it like that, it's like, like, what's wrong with me? Like, am I just pretending like it was easy or was it really easy? Because everybody else is telling me it wasn't easy. Everybody else is telling me that it's hard to, to lose weight. It's hard to go to the gym consistently, but I'm doing it. I have a job. I have a kid. I'm, I'm finding time to go to the gym, but other people can't. Like, am I an imposter? You feel me, Zan? Yes. There's a lot there. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think there's two sides of that. 
One being, it's easy for, I, I've, I've only known you for a couple months now, but mm-hmm. it's easy for you because you're such a disciplined person um, and not easily distracted. Okay. In terms of, I, I see your workout regimen. I see you're on 75 hard right now. Um, I don't think you're a person that goes out often. I don't think you're a person that just entertains a lot of distractions. So I think that makes keeping the eye on the prize a little bit easier for you. So these people that are saying that it's difficult, they're not putting in the effort that you're putting in. Okay. You know? And then I think the other side of that is you hit it on the nail when you said step-by-step, brick-by-brick. If you look at whatever you're trying to accomplish as only the next task that's in front of you, it's not that challenging. It really isn't. If I if I have this big, hairy, audacious goal, but I'm, I don't think about that and I'm only thinking about the very next step, it's just a step. Like any other step, mm. you can step in the wrong direction or you can keep taking one step at a time in the right direction till you reach your goal. So if you take it step by step like you are, um, it's not hard. Yeah. So I, I do think that's interesting. But the other side of that, the third side of that is that might come from our upbringing where m- maybe there's something in the back of our head that we don't think that we deserve success and we don't think that we deserve um, all these things that we're accomplishing because we didn't come from much. And that wasn't something that was shown to us from a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, For some of my friends, that's all they know. It's success? Yeah. Okay. That's all they know. Yeah. They're like their parents were teaching them finance since they were nine. You know, they, they got stocks for for their birthday when they were (laughs) super young. Like, So for them, it's like, that's all they know. Um, I'm not saying they're any happier. They're actually more depressed yeah. for some reason. But Oh, I mean, I'm sure yeah. the reason, yeah. Yeah, but um, I, I do think that if it's not something that, if success isn't something that you're around often, especially growing up, you don't see it as something being attainable and achievable, which feeds into that imposter syndrome. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 spoke on like uh, my discipline, like like it. I, I just want to say this: being disciplined is hard. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That's some hard. Like that's some hard shit right there. Yeah, but it's not. It's also not impossible. No, being disciplined is still the same, brick by brick step by step 1% at a time like it's literally just all right if you want to you know drink more water if you're drinking one cup today tomorrow drink two yeah and like and then you just like you like discipline is something that you have to build and you know luckily for me or like i was like i kind of had to be disciplined right like growing up like you said like there were certain things that i had to do right mm-hmm. i had to keep that like i had to wake up saturday morning and clean the house mm-hmm. right before going outside to go play with my friends mm-hmm. like that's that was just it there's no there's no way around that right um but like you 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 could build up discipline like you could you could you could work on it um and you mentioned 75 hard which 
I've done before. Like I did the whole year with it's like seventy five hard and then three phases after. And that program is actually designed to help you build discipline. Mm -hmm. It's not something that that's designed to make you lose weight or anything. And I'm not endorsing anything. I don't want anybody to go out and be like, oh, Valence told me to go do 75 hard. I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm telling you what I gained from it. Yeah. And it it's a mindset shift. And it's kind of scary. Like last time we recorded our last episode, um, I was on day one. And I technically failed myself on day one. Like, if I tell you what I count as a failure, you might be like, that doesn't even make sense. I got to hear it. Come on. I went to uh, Planet Fitness with my girl. If you struggle with discipline, do not sign up for Planet Fitness. Okay? <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's probably the worst. Like, I don't want to talk bad about gyms, and I'm sure, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, I want to start working out. Don't do that one. Tell me. Too much, there's too much. Like, they give you pizza. They still do pizza practice? They give you pizza at Planet Fitness. Bro, I walk in the gym, and there's like four buckets of Tootsie Rolls on the, on the thing, right, on the sign-up desk. Mm -hmm. And I just grab two. I grab two Tootsie Rolls and I put it in my pocket and I go with my girl and, you know, help her work out. Um, and then when I was leaving, I just, I popped the two Tootsie Rolls in my mouth. I'm like, oh, fuck yes. That was a fail. What are you talking about? That's All right. A fail. No, but here's the thing. I'm doing macros. Oh, no. So it's not a fail. I count the, two, the, the Tootsie Rolls. I, you know, sacrifice some of my carbs. I'm like, okay. Like, I fit it in my macros. Yeah. I didn't get enough rice. Here's why I counted as a failure. I unintentionally ate the Tootsie Rolls. Ooh. Like, it was like, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it was just like into, a step. You fed into your cravings. You yeah. fed into appetite. You exactly. Into, it was yeah, just yeah. like, like, I didn't realize until I got home. I was like, I'm trying to, like, I had my plate ready. I'm like, oh, fuck. I ate Tootsie Rolls. Mm -hmm. I got to give away some of my rice <laughs> for these Tootsie Rolls. Bro, and for that, I was like, the fact that, like, I didn't even think about eating the Tootsie Rolls, I was like, nah, I can't. I can't count this day. You restarted the next day? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, so good. I'm like a day behind, but <laughs> fuck, bro. And that's that's tough, bro. I, I, I do not like it as a fitness program. I do not. At all, actually. But it's not that. I like it as a callous to mind program. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to build discipline, spending 75 days running that checklist every single day, every day. it will change you. Yeah. Um, and you'll be happier at the end of it, which I think there is no happiness without discipline. Mm. If you're always feeding into appetites, if you're always feeding into... Um, just the things that you enjoy, they end up controlling you. Yeah. So by abstaining from them for a while and saying no, you, you do become a happier self because you leave room for the things that actually matter in life. I wrote an email about it today, the how comfortable we are. 
And it's all these comforts. It's constantly like we're just looking for all the different ways to feed our appetite and scroll and Amazon in two hours. And yeah, just right. more and more comfort. But depression's at an all-time high. Mm. Uh, so there was a study that depression has risen over 10%. Diagnosed depression has risen over 10% from 2015 to 2023. So in eight years, there's been a 10% increase in uh, diagnosed And that's depression. just diagnosed. So a, lot diagnosed, of people, yeah. exactly. so a lot of people walking around without yeah. being diagnosed. Yeah. Which is just big, dude. Of like, course. It's huge. Um, and But life is getting easier and easier. Now there's AI and now there's, uh, you know, all this yeah. stuff. Like it's just getting easier and we're just getting more and more depressed. And I think it has something to do with the way we're hardwired. And the way we're programmed, where thousands of years ago, we were constantly trying to survive. We moved, we hunted, we gathered, and we tried to survive. We haven't gotten rid of that genetic yeah, code. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still right? in us. So there's something inside of us that's like constant. That's anxiety, right? Like looking out for something, mm -hmm. but there's nothing to look out for. You know, like... <laughs> So, uh, it, like, all this comfort isn't making us happier. Like, we have to seek out challenges, like the 75 hard. Like, I've seen, there's two of my clients have gone through the program, and they decided on their own. It's not something that I endorse, so they decided on their own. It's like, all right, I'll guide you through this program. They were happier people at the end of 75 days without all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I think there's something to, put, uh, it's called voluntary discomfort. And putting yourself in uncomfortable situations for two reasons. One, you callous the mind. So once you are back in a comfortable situation, well, that's the second thing. Once you're back in a comfortable situation, you actually get to appreciate mm -hmm. all this luxury that you have. <laughs> bro, I can't wait. I cannot yeah. wait, bro. 50 rolls, all the tootsie rolls. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and then two, you you build a callus for, for tough things. So if you don't go through anything tough for a very long time, your threshold for tough things decreases. Mm -hmm. So now your ability to handle hard things is down here. Yeah. If you're constantly putting yourself in tough situations, like snatches a 80%, like all this stuff, constantly, 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 when tough situations arise, you're actually prepared for them. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important. Yeah, I, like it, it helps you just kind of be more calm, I think, in certain situations. But yeah, you 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 you, you said a lot there. Yeah, there, there, it's there was complete a lot. tangent. No, but it was awesome though. <laughs> like you said a lot of great stuff. It was it was a lot of great stuff. Like you definitely, like you touched on anxiety a little bit, yeah. and I feel like again, like you are like matching anxiety with like you know, like wanting to do something. I think that's important because. Mm. Like, we do need to move. I feel like we need to move. We need to be, like, just trying to accomplish something. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I feel like that helps with your anxiety. Like, when you have, when you're, like, in a flow state. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't, you, you don't even think about anything else going on in the world, yeah. man. You're, like, you're just happy, like, doing whatever. It, even if you're playing video games, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You're just like, you're accomplishing something. It might be digital, right? It might not be the best for your health or whatnot. But I think video games, like, it kind of helps with your mind a little bit, depending on the game. I do. I I, I think they have that all wrong. Yeah. I really do. Um, And I don't play video games. It's my ADHD. I just can't do anything for that long kind of thing. Um, But 
solving problems. Yeah. That's like in video games where you constantly have to solve problems. I, I think there's something to that. And I think anything in excess is bad, but you know, it, it's like Sudoku or whatever. It's like young kids version of Sudoku, yeah. which is fine. Um, I think we have to problem solve. I think that uh, keeps the mind sharp. Yeah, 100%. So, but all in all, um, and we, we, imposter syndrome. Yeah. Right? That's what yeah. we were talking about. Yeah. We, like, I feel like we're about to, we could go, we could go anywhere right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so like, what would you, what advice would you give to to someone like who might be? I have a list okay. of my accomplishments. Oh, and until until I and I got this advice from a therapist. <laughs> um, it's a list of everything. My old therapist. I don't have a therapist right now. My old therapist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a list of everything that I've done in my life, and. Whenever I feel imposter syndrome, and sometimes I don't even need to look at it. I just need to think just, of this yeah, list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's an updated list. So as I do things, I, I write them down. And that, it goes away so fast. Nice. <laughs> so fast. I like that, dude. Yeah. yeah I yeah, like yeah. that. Um, we do so much and we don't give ourselves credit for all this stuff that we do. And it's the little things too, like helping people, like if you helped a lady across the street, you know, like it could be anything. But I I think naturally most of us are are, are good people and we work hard and we're we're trying our best. And it's this ego and imposter syndrome that kind of just robs us from all this good that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I appreciate your accomplishments yeah. for sure. And again, like like thinking that it was easy. Like, it wasn't easy for you to accomplish what you did. It's Like, whatever it is, it wasn't easy, but you worked. Mm-hmm. You put in the consistent work, and you did. If it was easy, everybody would do it. You did what everybody else was scared yeah. of doing, right? If it was going to college and getting your degree, accomplishing, you know, something in weightlifting, you know, snatching something, qualifying for something, opening a, a gym or a business, even if it's a, a small business, like you open up a, a oh, yeah. car wash or Kool-Aid stand, whatever it may be, right? Um, matter of fact, go back to those days. Mm-hmm. Think about when you were a kid and you did things like that, yeah. right? So, like I know plenty of people sold candy at school. Like yeah. I was the candy candy I, man. I saw cool. Bubbaloos. I saw yeah, 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 yeah. That's got? a business, dude. <laughs> like that, uh, take that as an co- accomplishment, and you know, move forward with. Like you could accomplish anything if you have the right perspective. Yes, I, I have one more, which is help someone else do the same thing. Mm. Recently, I've been able to mentor someone uh, like once a week. Okay, and just give a little bit of advice and information and. Um, how appreciative she is of it and you being able to you don't understand everything you know until you share it yeah <laughs> and me being able to you know share this stuff that I've learned and um, teach someone else reminds me you do know some stuff yeah yeah and teaching people helps you learn too oh absolutely teaching absolutely. people helps you learn man yeah. Um, yeah I really like that yeah. like I love that man yeah. so you're gonna teach me how to shoot <laughs> You, you did ask you to do that before. 
Long time. We didn't even know each other. You were like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah like, okay. What? I forgot what what <laughs> happened. There was something I did at the gym that you asked about it. Oh, I was taking videos of somebody? I yeah. don't remember. That's when I first bought the podcast stuff. That's really? how long ago that was. Yeah. Wow. Look at yeah. us now. Yeah, right? Then I disappeared for like six months. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I'll teach you. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to teach me something. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> we really don't. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't you don't sleep anymore, so. No, I'm going back to sleep. Everything's you going done. back? Everything's done. You sure? Yeah, everything's done. I mean. Um, but... I'm going back to, I like sleep, dude. It's, <laughs> I just had to get this stuff done, and I couldn't ignore all my other responsibilities because I had to get this thing done. What uh, What time do you normally go to sleep? 9, 9.30? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I put my son down and then you're gone like at 9, 30, 30, 30, 30 40. I'm up at 3:45. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm up at that time too. Uh, like still up. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> my old life, <laughs> dude. Especially with the 75 part thing. Yeah. Like I'll be up to like two o'clock in the morning just trying to finish my water. <laughs> <laughs> Walking outside, dude. Oh, it's a rainy day, bro. What you gonna do? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna get it done. Just, oh yeah, I'm, I'm looking for a pocket of drizzle because it's not gonna stop raining. I'm looking for a pocket of drizzle. And as soon as I leave out of here, I'm gonna go on my, on my 45 minute outdoor walk, and then I'll go to the gym I after that. It. So yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna get it done, man. What day seven or day eight, whatever day it is. Of it. Yeah, man. Uh, have you uh, watched Luca, the Disney movie? I did. Okay. The the one with the fish. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Italian movie. So he tells him Silencio Bruno, which is Bruno's the voice in your head, and that means shut up, Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was so powerful in a kid's movie, which is don't listen to that voice in your head. Do you know, do what you got to do. do yeah, that voice is going to tell you not to. That's easy for me to not to. You know the hardest part about the 75 hard thing? I did it before, and I know I don't have to prove to anybody. Bro, when you asked me to do it, I did it one time before. Yeah. Right? So when you asked me to do it, a part of me said yes, right? But a part of me was like, I, don't I already have to do did it. Yeah. You know, like... I'm fine. I don't even. I I don't want to lose any weight. I don't like. I'm good. You know. But it's so important to to challenge yourself in ways. You know. But maybe I'll find a different challenge. It's this this one. It's almost impossible to do it twice. This is fucking. It's terrible. <laughs> the person who introduced me to this program. I don't even think she did it twice. <laughs> Fucking oh! I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I, I, have, I, I can't complain to anybody else, right? I, I have I had like two cups of water out of my whole gallon. So, yeah. What else? Be oh, we gotta uh, give closing thoughts. Yes. You want to start? I'll start off by by saying my imposter syndrome led me to self destruct several times in my life because I didn't think I deserved what I had. It's just straight destroy everything mm. around me. Um, and I almost did it again this week. So that's how, like, my mind is crazy, dude. And I'm constantly, like, luckily I have the discipline to battle my mind. Wow. Because my, I'm constantly dealing with this stuff. And... And that's why I was so proud that I was able to get all this stuff done. 
because everything in my being said, don't do it. Don't, don't stay up. Don't like, you don't have to do this. You're fine. Like you're comfortable. Like for what? Go back to bed. And I did it. Wow. So don't (laughs) self-destruct. Damn. That's good. That's good. Um, I would say uh, more Kanye. More Kanye. I love that. I love that. You know what I mean? More Kanye, man. Like, I mean, you don't have to be an asshole, but you can keep Kanye. You know what I mean? Be Kanye in your head. How about we replace that? that Luke, replace Luca with Kanye? Yeah. Or is it Luca? No. Bruno. Bruno. You just say Bruno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kanye. Nah, you don't, no. you don't want Kanye to talk. Yeah, yeah I mean, you want absolutely. Kanye to tell you to keep going. I'll tell you what. I do have a little bit of Kanye in me now. Like, sometimes I'm just like, I'll coach and I'll be like, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's phenomenal. <laughs> oh man! Absolutely, phenomenal. that was amazing. I did not kill that shit. Yeah, I yeah. killed that shit. I, go, I, I do that a little bit with my uh, with my lifting. Yeah. Like when I get a good lifting, yeah. I'm like, hell yeah! That was not, it. Might have been seventy percent, but that shit was and then, nice. And then there's some thirteen year old Asian girl that's bam. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would probably be a 13-year-old American girl. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting yeah. good? They're getting oh, good, good? Oh, listen, I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to hurt some feelings. Women run strength sports in America. I didn't know that. I yeah, did not look know around. That. Just pick a strength sport. Strong man, like whatever. I'm telling you right now, hot take. Women run strength sports in America, Oof. right? Like, think about this, right? Perspective. Just, just think about it. If you ever see, like, a female post something, like, you know, she's lifting, there'll be a dude, oh, hey, don't do that. You're going to look like a man. Then you click on the profile picture, and what do they look like? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. They don't look like the man mm-hmm. that they think this girl is going to look like, yeah, right? And it's like, yo, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But in... Weightlifting, specifically in the U.S., I would say it's like a three to one when it comes to people who register. Like, yes, women are out here. You know, I love when I'm in the gym and there's a new member that has never done this before. And she's a mom of three kids. Mm. I'm talking about someone in specific, but she's a mom of three kids. And she comes into this. And she didn't know how much strength she had. Mm -hmm. And finding that and watching her find that and watching that, like, give her confidence and watching her evolve, her, like, taking her power back is beautiful. Listen, ladies, if you're listening, please know, like, uh, I don't know who's hiding this from you, but women are, like, we got two silver medals for weightlifting in the Olympics. It's amazing. Women. Yeah. Are we, That's amazing. They, they, That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just imposter syndrome. Like, you can do it. Like, don't don't compare yourself too much to somebody's, you know, year 10. Get inspired, um, but don't get discouraged. Just focus on the next step. Yeah. So. Step by step, man. Yeah. Um, anything else? That was it. That was a good one. I think so too, man. I'm, I'm hungry. We'll do it again next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, there we go. Wait. Ah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>